How did the levels okay. look? The um, levels look good. And also, you guys are in... Uh, all right, so we are recording. We always start <laughs> it when we least expect it. But uh, welcome back to the Writer's Block. And we have Zach and Aaron here, fellow podcasters slash improvisers. Uh, Hello. Slash Howdy. People of many talents. Yeah. So what's up, guys? Not much. Just, uh, you know, I, I'm having I'm having a big week. I work at a summer camp. I'm Zach. And I uh, it all sort of boiled down to... I ended up finding myself in a position where by next Saturday, I have to edit together three full-length movies, which uh, which is pretty wildly daunting, and I'm not uh, not as prepared as I'd like to be for that. But, you know, what? it's all a learning experience. So uh, you're going to have to explain this. Like, uh, yeah. you working with, what is this, a Hollywood summer camp, or...? It's it's not Hollywood actually. Uh, it's it's down here in Massachusetts. We've got um, we are adapting, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a theater camp, and okay, uh, we're sense. we're making we're making um, you know Zoom versions of plays. But some of the directors got a little bit ambitious, and so uh, yeah. So I'm looking at like sixty plus hours of editing this week. Oh jeez. What do you what do you use for uh, video editing? For we use Premiere, yeah. Um, but Aaron's just sort of starting I, to... Uh, I have to switch over from the free Resolve that I was kind of working with because that's what's free, you know? But uh, yeah, now we got Premiere going, so it's learning how to do that one. Kind of nice. fun. I'm still using iMovie, <laughs> but uh, mm. it does the trick. Honestly, so. classic. You can do a lot with iMovie. Yeah, we uh, we edit the podcast with GarageBand too, so... But we're we're actually recording with Audacity because uh, I'm on a different computer for that because my MacBook is from like 2011. But yeah, same. So it <laughs> it sounds like, and I, I assume we're we're all kind of similar creative types here. Um, and you already said it. You're from Massachusetts, which I always forget is down from us. I always for some reason refer to it as up. But <laughs> I'm the wor- I'm the worst with like <laughs> locational directions. I'm I'm always down here. Yeah. Well, it makes sense here, so it did. It works this time. <laughs> uh, but okay, so you guys are fellow podcasters, as I said, and you do an improv podcast, and you have your YouTube videos, and you have a companion stream, right? Are you still doing that? Uh, yeah, like where we on Fridays we'll do. Uh, we started off we were doing video games, but we sort of transitioned over to just like a little short improv show for yeah. our, our our viewers. How's that going? Uh, we're getting better every time. I wouldn't say the same yeah. about our audience numbers, but that, <laughs> but that is that's okay. It's it's worth it just for the uh, for the experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I've done enough talking. So why don't you guys explain what your show is all about, Zach and Aaron? Yeah. All right, Aaron. If you want to start. Sure. So our show, we release it once a week. We uh, came up with a game called uh, Pandora's Blocks, and that is wooden blocks that we have our own designed images laser engraved on. Um, And every week we come up with a new, basically we just come up with a title of a game, and then on the show 
come up with how to play that game. Yeah. And they're always, you know, kind of improvised, fun. Sometimes we get a home run, and sometimes. Yeah. So you yes. haven't re- you haven't repeated uh, a game yet. Am I... No, we've got like sixty of them. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you yeah, find yourself was, having the... having to update the because I own the, the the earliest copy of the game, and you have like five or six different versions of the game on it so at, at, at this point are you releasing one with like a manuscript of of different games that you've come up with on the show like not entirely i guess our uh, where we're at right now is we have on offer like a digital version of that oh, okay yeah, which you know which which we can update you know as as we go but with full plans to release, you know, I, I already did all of the like hard labor of creating these uh, these game cards yeah. that like you could pick randomly. But I just haven't we haven't gotten around to actually getting them manufactured. So cool. Um, I've got a question or two. So h- how did you guys Clarence? Yeah. How did you guys meet? Uh, <laughs> so in fifth grade, well, definitely in fourth grade, I had a friend crush on Aaron. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> And then in the like summer before fifth grade or something, I think maybe it was after fifth grade, we were at the same lacrosse camp for very different reasons. I I was placed there and Aaron signed up. Um, And on the first day I I asked, like Aaron and I became friends on that day. And then uh, I was like, Aaron, what's your phone number so that our moms can plan us a play date? And uh, he was like, the beginning numbers next year. And I always thought that was really cool because like the last digits of his phone number were the next year. Oh. And uh, and then I never went back to the lacrosse camp. That was it for me. <laughs> I, uh, I did, I did one day, day one. one day. And I'm in the picture. I'm really proud of that. <laughs> yeah. So we have a photo of that. So no day, trophies? Cool. No lacrosse trophies? No trophies. No. no. Definitely not. Yeah, that, that's how we met. Then, then we proceeded to never be in a class together, but be in yep. the same schools for the rest of our education until, you know, uh, we went off to college. So have you all, have you both been doing uh, creative stuff all your life? Or when did the block thing come around? Or So the block thing came up pretty close to exactly a year ago. Yeah. Um, you know, because we, we like playing these improv games and stuff. So we were like, hey, we could probably make our own blocks for this and then come up with our own games to play since like there are kind of alternatives but this the the, the amount of games is so limited that we're like we kind of rather than doing do the hard work thing. for yeah. another company we right. figured we'd start our own and then you know build up the you know a a yeah. arsenal of of games that could be played anywhere at any time with anyone I said I said block thing. I'm I meant Pandora's blocks. That's what it's officially called, and I'll oh. I'll give out the proper links and stuff. Of course, I, I appreciate that. But you 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 have our hearts with block thing. <laughs> okay. That's our yeah. that's our terminology. Yeah. We call them blocks. Block. Fans. That's what sets us apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I know that you guys have another uh, artist that does the images, right? So what do you just yeah. f- float the ideas so- to him and then. Yeah, we have yeah. our voluptuous graphic designer, Logan Sutherland. <laughs> yeah, he's um, scrumptious. He's delicious. He's just a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful dude. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so does he have the Glowforge? That's what you guys are using, right? No, we, yeah, we use the Glowforge, but we send him, like, at first, we, like, it was a lot of heavy communication for each individual image. Whereas, like, it, at the point it's gotten to now is, like, I made a spreadsheet and I put in, like, okay, now we're working on a mythology pack. So, yeah. like, we're going to have a bunch of different... There's going to be nine different mythologies. And so, for each block, it's a different uh, 
you know, it's different images that live within that mythology. And, you know, as we try and do the least appropriation as possible. Yeah. Um, but basically, we, I made that spreadsheet like two months ago. And then he now just goes into the spreadsheet, reads them. And then if I haven't come up with nine, he'll just come up with more, make them and then send them to us. <laughs> That's <cool. laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like a fun little present every week. You guys have a similar relationship with him then uh, as we do with our artist because we have a different sketch for each episode. You probably noticed right. those sketches are awesome, right? We're so lucky. I feel spoiled. <laughs> yeah. I know it's like serious. Like, well, yeah. for, do you use this uh, artist for any of your own published works? Uh, actually, I have a koala book, a children's book coming out next month. Uh, and and you're using this uh, illustrator for Yeah, he, I think it was something like 30 sketches that he did for that book. And it's the first children's wow. book he's ever done, too. Um, as well as your first? He, uh, the first I'm actually, like, professionally trying to publish well, through Amazon. But uh, I, did, I did a series of strange children's stories back when <laughs> I have a photography site called The After Place. And I wrote an art, an author into that story, and I had him writing children's stories that would have existed <laughs> within that universe. And I have another awesome. friend locally who's an illustrator, because Keith is actually from the UK. Keith is the name of the of the guy that's doing them yep. for the podcast. Yep, Keith Talbot. And uh, yeah, I did two or three children's stories for that, and I self I literally like printed batches and stitched them. I got into a bookbinding thing. I wasn't very <laughs> well, good at cool. it, but and sold them on the street. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But, Under the pseudonym of your character in yep, your novel? Andrew Sleeve. That's yeah. pretty cool. And those are out of print. I think Clarence has the last copy. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Lucky. Yes. So, um, I guess we didn't answer the question. Uh, the question was, uh, have we been doing creative things like this for a long time? Yes. We used to have a YouTube channel that was called iPhone Ruler. Oh, and yeah. you guessed it. It was in 2008. And uh, <laughs> we basically made like... What we would do is we would go outside with like a little DVI camera. Is that I, is that the right terminology? How those little like mini disc, whatever. Yeah, mini DV, mini DV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and word so is so like, ancient to me. Just... I, I know. <laughs> and so like it's on tape. The whole thing you can hear <laughs> as it's like recording, and uh, and then and on top of that you can hear me going. <laughs> <laughs> laughing and uh and aaron improvising a sketch that we hadn't planned all we've done is like turn the camera on yeah yeah, we we grabbed like a nerf gun and like an army print jacket and then went (laughs) into the woods and i have since removed most of those from the internet yeah only only for the purposes of creating exclusive high quality (laughs) content in the future Yeah. (laughs) yeah I, uh, but then we had like a long hiatus where we weren't we weren't doing YouTube stuff at all. And I went to school for acting. Aaron went to school for computer engineering. Um, wow. And then we sort of found our way back to it in this past year. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like you guys have are having a lot of success, too. At least I was looking at the numbers on YouTube, get like over 400 yeah, yeah. followers. Yeah. I mean, it, we, we sort of dropped off a little bit, you know, during the Black Lives Matter movement, just because yeah. we don't need to be the focus. Yeah. Um, right. But we, we, so we took a week off and then we just didn't really advertise because, yeah. you know, but we, we needed, we needed to keep posting at least for our own. Uh, so we didn't just drop off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're going to be starting to pick it back up 
soon more like advertisement wise but like yeah it's we're focusing pretty soon on on changing into a more sketch-based uh channel so we've been we've been purchasing a lot of a lot of expensive equipment that we can't afford (laughs) yeah it's been fun Yeah, I've, uh, I, w- I went down that route the last couple of years because I started, this actually started somehow from VR. It was my kind of reawakening mm-hmm. creatively. Um, well, and- those videos were really cool. The ones where you would explore like a VR space and improvise. Oh, VR adventures. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed mm. those. I saw the first couple of them. I didn't realize anyone was watching those. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was literally the beginning. That's when I when I started doing... Well, other than the music, I've been doing the music most of my life. And that's a segue, actually, because mm. I have this written down. Uh, I wanted to ask you about your music, Zach. Uh, yeah, so I, uh, I've been writing music since, like, high school, probably. Which, to put that in the perspective of anybody who's listening, uh, I'd say, like, 10, 12 years. Okay. But... <laughs> the funny thing is the only reason that I write music is because I can never remember any songs, including my own music. So I just basically write something so that I have something to play on the guitar. Yeah. Uh, and ultimately I think that has benefited me, but I, I don't think that uh, it was as intentional as, you know, as one might hope. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, and I had a similar experience last year. Last year, I got really, really back into writing and I ended up with like lots of like right now I'm using this like Roland vocal transformer so I can like do stuff like this, which I'm assuming. Oh, God, we got onboard <laughs> sound effects again. I'm excited for the story now. Or I was. Yeah, yeah. Even I'm, so. I'm very excited to try this out. I have not tried it out <laughs> with like storytelling or anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should have surprised us with that. That's what Jeff did in Shadow Creatures. He brought that out at the yes. end. Was that the one in the hospital? No, that was uh, the one with the girl in the town with the the sh- literal shadow creatures that are coming yes, out. Yes, yes, yes. The reunion. And at yeah, the yeah, at yeah, the yeah. end of the story, Jeff he he has his own mixer because he does two other podcasts and. <laughs> He he brought on the the reverb or the echo or whatever, and he completely waited. He waited to the very end to just drop that out of nowhere, and we were like a sick reveal. (laughs) It was awesome. So uh, yeah, you guys just forget about it, and uh, we'll bring it back. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cool. So uh, I guess you already said what what your plans are for for the future of the pod. And do you have an audio version of of the podcast or? We don't. I mean, we've definitely thought, I think that more people, in fact, I think that people only refer to it as a podcast, even though it's not like everybody who we have talked to, including our friends, including people who do like consistently watch and all this, they're like, yeah, I love your podcast. And I'm like, it's not my definition of a podcast, <laughs> Yeah, but, but we'll take it if it's yours. We, we'll absolutely take that. The, uh, yeah, we have talked about releasing an audio-only version, but I think what stopped us is wanting to make some more, like a more dedicated show that yeah. that isn't also relying on being able to see what we rolled in any way. Yeah, I'm just uh, trying to think how, because, uh, you know, Smosh? Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of, because hey. you guys seem to be real big into the sketch uh, comedy aspect and so i'm thinking of like how i haven't listened to that i know they do a podcast is what i'm saying and i'm wondering if maybe you could take some hints from that for transitioning absolutely yeah i'm definitely gonna check that out smosh yeah oh look i'm shouting other <laughs> people who don't even know who we are out. <laughs> they'll appreciate it yeah throwback i think th- those guys were around like early early youtube days right? yeah that's what actually what i was yeah. thinking of when you were talking about your nerf gun video 
But oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still around. Yeah, we've, we've got we've got some embarrassing content. <laughs> oh like, yeah, that's it's like the most embarrassing thing of, Aaron, piece of content. Aaron, Aaron, and, and, sure. and it's unfortunate because that video got like eighteen hundred views. That's how it somehow. works. Yep, that's how it works. <laughs> You're, you're not the only one with an embarrassing video out there. Yeah, uh, over quarantine, uh, my friend, I actually asked for it, though, uh, brought out a video, a movie that I shot with them in high school. I directed it for a project based on our reading of uh, Battle Royale, which is like okay. the, the Japanese version of Hunger Games. Uh, so oh, we, yeah, the, the one that was apparently ripped off, right? Yeah, uh, so we went into the woods and we there was just intense action scenes and really bad <laughs> acting with me pretending to smoke a cigarette and just saying we're all gonna die out here and being over dramatic yeah. sounds incredible yep but i don't think i've got 1800 views thank god so. <laughs> yeah like it was like we, we had like a five-year period where we didn't like remember that we had this youtube channel and then like we stumbled back on it and we were like uh-oh <laughs> people are seeing this <laughs> yep. that's hilarious yeah. That's how that's how it works now. So you guys want to jump into a let's, story? Let's do it. Sounds right. awesome. I'm going to do a, a recap. I might cut this out if it's repetitive, but uh, I've explained this to you guys a little bit too, but just for the audience sakes and clarification. Um, so what we're going to do is you guys presumably already have your words. Am I right? Uh, I'm going to go grab my blocks. Okay. Uh-oh. Well, uh, Aaron, do you know where your blocks are? <laughs> oh, yeah. I. In fact, since I am the biggest loser of blocks... Uh, I, I premeditatedly found them and uh, got them got them ready for this. So I do have. We were even. talking. I'll prove it. Ready? I'll prove it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Those could be anything. We were uh, talking before this, Clarence, and, and they said we call that pulling a Zach because I told them I c I couldn't find my blocks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it because I know Zach's secretly looking for his blocks, but that's wicked Aaron move. <laughs> oh, Aaron, Aaron, that's what I meant. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm confusing you two because we don't have you on video, so. It Oh, that's okay. You're one, you're a, you're a, uh, what's the word? You are one entity <laughs> Yeah. with two heads. Yeah, we, we go yeah. by Zach and Darren. Yeah. <laughs> you guys roll your blocks. I don't know how many you guys have at this point, but pull five randomly aside. And then, you know, you're, you can write this down so you can keep a pen and paper by you. It'll help. And okay, uh, don't mention those obviously to each other or to us. And after the story, you, you can try to incorporate them into the story. You don't absolutely have to, but it helps. And it's kind of a little game on its own. And then at the end, we're going to have a bonus convo and try to guess each other's words. I love that. And, cool, cool. And just for the record, I'm really good at that part. Yeah. So, so be ready. I'm very bad at it. <laughs> I'm trying to write these down with the worst marker that's like extremely dead. And uh, someone's got to flip a coin because we've got an extra person here. And normally the guess starts. So I go tails. Can they be f two word phrases? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, yeah, I, I just put hyphens in mine to hedge my, make it kind of one word, you know. <laughs> you get, you have to make the, you have to make the hyphen. We have to hear the hyphen. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Okay. Uh, we we flipped ahead. Okay. All right, you're first. Be sure to check out Zach and Aaron's own improv comedy show on YouTube, where they make games up on the spot with their ever-expanding collection of Pandora's blocks, which, by the way, are available for purchase on Amazon. Clarence and I have the original pack, and they even include their own improv storytelling game, so of course we are happy to give it the TWB seal of approval. You can also find this zany duo on Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitch, where they perform improv comedy along with the occasional game stream. As a musician myself, I would highly recommend checking out Zach Diktakis on SoundCloud, where he has his own original music, including the infamous Big Green Cat. 
And while you're out there on the internet being so supportive, why not check out our latest blog posts in the blog section at 8sparksmedia.com. We will be releasing a new article every week before new episodes in order to delve deeper into the TWB universe, as well as share some bonus content including early sketches of Keith Talbot of KT Art and Photography's episode illustrations. All links will be posted in the show notes. And now, let's take a journey into a day of the whimsically wonderful world of the animal kingdom, where Donnie the Chipmunk, not Squirrel, is about to find out just how wacky his woodsy world can be. On a hot summer in the woods, Donnie the Chipmunk was exploring his new neighborhood. Now, he was a fresh chipmunk straight out of the nest, and he needed to explore because he needed to get all of his food ready for the impending winter, his instincts said. So, among walking chipmunkedly through the woods, uh, he stumbled upon a little worm. And that little worm said, hey, what are you up to, man? And so Donnie, the the chipmunk, said, you know, I'm I'm preparing for for the winter food. What are you doing? Just being in the ground. Don't you got to get food? And the worm said, what do you mean, winter? Winter's not a problem for me. I'm a little worm. I'm just going to go underground and deal with it how I deal with it. So Donnie the worm thought and internalized that and said, okay, well, have a good little little sunny summer day, you little worm. Bye. And so Donnie the chipmunk continued scampering off into the nice fun forest. As Donnie scampers into the forest, he notices that the trees are seeming to get closer and closer together. And, you know, being fresh out of the nest, he's, you know, he's feeling adventurous, but he also has so much to learn. You know, and and today he's already checked one thing off of his big checklist that he's keeping in his cheeks, his his cheeks list. And that thing is make a new friend. And uh, while he doesn't necessarily remember his new friend's name, he knows that it's a worm. So he writes next to the checklist, worm friend. So as he's going through this forest, he starts to hear more sounds and, and these intrigue him. And as he's, as he's walking along, things start to become a little bit less unintelligible. Like he's starting to understand what is being said. And he's, and he's hearing Almost these cries for help. He can't really make it out, though. It sounds like a dog. And that is not a good sign, he thinks. And he can hear the sniffing sound. And it sounds a lot closer than he he ever wanted any dog sniffing sound to be. So he scurries his way up the nearest tree. And when he gets all the way to the top, because, you know, once you start, you might as well go all the way to the top. He notices that it is now nighttime and he can see stars in the sky and he can see all of his favorite constellations. At the top of the tree, Donnie the chipmunk stares down and he sees a passing dog, but not any ordinary dog. A bloodhound. And in the forest, all the rumors said that there was a bloodhound named Ruffalo that wandered around. And he had the greatest sense of smell out of everybody except for one old bear that nobody had seen for a long, long time. Donnie had heard all the horrible rumors about Ruffalo, and he decided that staying towards the top of the tree was probably the best idea. And as he waited for the dog to pass, he stopped, lifted his head. And started sniffing the air. And Donnie's eyes grew really big. And he said, oh no, I think he can smell me. And he's staring down, clinging tightly to the branch, afraid that his spot has been given up. And 
Off in the distance, in a parallel tree, he sees another chipmunk who is carelessly just wandering across the branch, shaking the tree, and he says, oh no, he's gonna get us caught. Hey, over there, Donnie the chipmunk says to this other chipmunk, what, what, are you, what are you doing, man? And this other chipmunk is still just, just kind of shaking this tree as if it doesn't give a hoot about nothing. Now, Donnie's, you know, stressed out about this whole dog situation because he's heard so many terrible things about Ruffalo the pup, as they sometimes refer to him. Now, this, this other chipmunk simply not knocking it off, and a small but sizable acorn just drops off totally out of sight, landing, you know, at the base of the disruptive chipmunk's tree. Now the dog zips on his head over and is looking at the tree, giving it a little sniff, and he can detect some chipmunk on that little acorn. Slowly raising his head, looking up into the tree, he sees a shaken little chipmunk. And with one powerful bork, that poor other chipmunk gets a big spook and stumbles, bouncing off a branch near the bottom, luckily landing one branch above Ruffalo. Now Donnie says, oh dear, what a crazy ordeal. I, I, I gotta do something. I gotta, I gotta tell someone about this. This is a, this is a chipmunk. You know, I, I could have known this chipmunk at some point. I couldn't recognize him now, but I don't know. He, he's looking around the tree. He sees a little bird's nest with a couple, a couple little baby birds in there that are just about ready to leave the nest because tis the season. He, he says, hey, do you, do you know, you guys can fly, right? Can you, can you spread the word? Can you help? And the birds, as cocky as birds usually are, say, peep, peep. I ain't, ain't my problem. <laughs> Donnie, baffled as to how somebody in such a situation of peril could possibly be so rude and ignorant. Uh, this was a shock to him as as he's learning about the, the world outside of, of the nest of, of his, you know, little home chipmunk cottage uh, that he lives in. So Donnie realizes he has to think fast. So he decides that he's going to run down the branch and cause some kind of distraction so that the, uh, the bloodhound, Ruffalo, doesn't get to this other chipmunk. So from an outsider's perspective, what we're seeing here is not the most ferocious dog, but, you know, definitely if you're a chipmunk, this is your worst nightmare. Standing at the base of a tree and scratching at it. Now, with each scratch, the tree starts to shake a little bit more. And the uh, disruptive chipmunk, who we will later find out their name is Sally, starts to become aware that there's danger present. And Sally, now so close to this bloodhound, starts to feel this sinking feeling of demise in her little tiny wee little heart. And Donnie jumps across to the other tree in a heroic flight and lands a couple branches up and starts to climb down. All of a sudden, there's a loud roar. <sighs> Sounds like Reptar. And out of nowhere, it is, lo and behold, Bobby the Bear. And he walks like a giant, because to them, he is a giant. And the dog suddenly looks up with a weird look on its face, does a sniff, and then looks over his shoulder to see the bear coming at him. And he takes off. And he disappears into the distance. And the squirrels are also scared because the bear is nobody's friend in the woods except for the bear cubs and they start freaking out uh actually sally seems a bit oblivious so sally doesn't really notice and she's at this point she's on her bottom branches and she's kind of jumping in up and down like it's a trampoline and she's having way too much fun fuck did i say squirrel again you did <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm taking us right. back. So they're chipmunks, and 
<laughs> for sure. Um, Donnie always wanted to be a squirrel, but he was a chipmunk. So he reminded himself that he was a chipmunk. And he, without even thinking, because he liked to save other chipmunks, and he jumped o- across the branch, grabbed Sally, and the bear came through, but it must not no- have noticed them because it swept them up. It bent the branch as it went after the dog, even though the dog was long gone. And the chipmunks were flung up and sally and donnie landed on the bear's back oh boy we're in for it now donnie said to sally as he wrapped his arms around her and clung on to the bear's fur as tight as he could he'd never ridden on the back of a bear hell he'd never even seen a bear before but here he was (laughs) riding it like a pony in a wild west movie what a day (laughs) what a day and the bear starts to chase after the dog but quickly realizes that the dog is much faster than he is And he takes a little detour because he smells something. And as he's walking through the woods, he sees a tent. And he says, oh, there's probably food in there. So he goes and he nuzzles his nose into the tent, knocking it over. And he finds a bag of coffee beans. And he bites into it and he starts chewing it. And all of a sudden, he is loaded on caffeine. And he has all, all the energy of a much younger bear. And he thinks, I might be able to catch that dog now. And he starts rummaging through the tent and all the belongings around, eating up the last bit of coffee beans and food and crushing the CD player and the cassettes and all the other <laughs> random <laughs> junk. The 80s? <laughs> all, the other, all the other junk at the campsite. And he races back into the woods, smelling Ruffalo's scent and catching up to him very quickly. Huffing it through the woods, totally caffeined out of his mind on some kind of a rampage, going through the woods, smacking down branches on his way. The poor Ruffalo, looking over his shoulder, sees this gigantic bear approaching him and books it as fast as he possibly can, snaking it through the trees. Meanwhile, Donnie and Sally are holding on. They're having the ride of their lives, but uh, being so small and ingrained in the in the fur, they have a moment that they're able to chat. So Donnie says, <laughs> <It's chilling. laughs> hey, what what dude what were you doing what were you doing with that branch what why were you shaking it oh well you know i was just trying to get that acorn but wasn't coming down and donnie says did you not see the dog barking uh clearly sally had not she was absolutely moon-faced at this point so donnie says never mind never mind what what's what's your name i'm making friends today i met a worm friend uh you're the second one i met i met some birds but they don't count they're not on my friends list um (laughs) but what's your name and she says you know oh my name's sally i'm you know looking for food for the winter donnie says no way me too. So they're they're really hitting it off on the back of this bear. And the bear is absolutely chucking it through the woods, knocking over things. He is mere moments from snagging the back leg of Ruffalo the dog. Now, we see Ruffalo has some scars on its hind legs, possibly from such an occurrence happening before, as Ooh. Ruffalo is known to be a nuisance of the woods. Just as Ruffalo is making it through what appears to be a broken down white picket fence, the bear smacks into the fence. Uh, it looks like this has happened once or twice before, uh, but this time the fence is toppled totally. And so the chase continues. Now, to put this in perspective, once again, we are on the property of the most prestigious trash man in the county. You, you have like this... a Mark Twain perspective going. <laughs> I love it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this property is is known by all the neighboring human children. And it, it is coveted land to, you know, play King of the Hill on or, you know, or just to carry out mischievous childhood activities. That being so, 
laying ahead was the infamous Schmeezy. It's just, it was this kid's older brother's friend who's no longer part of this group, but they still call themselves the Schmeezy kids. The Schmeezy kids were on the the trash man's property and they were running around with some old baby carriage just causing weird, strange Sid from Toy Story style mischief. When all of a sudden the dog comes bolting through and they're like, hey boy, of course it's their dog. And they pet the dog a couple times, but the dog is freaked. The dog keeps like looking over his shoulder. And if we cut back to the back of this bear of Bobby, we've got our chipmunks with their cheeks and their checklists and really hitting it off. You know, they took a bit of a tumble when they, when they hit the fence, but the bear is starting to recover. Uh, and so the bear is getting back up and making his way over to the side of the house. Now, he's a bit dazed, he's a bit confused, but he has one goal in mind. He's going to get that dang dog if it kills him. He's been after this single pup for this pup's entire lifetime. You know, he had a feud with that pup's father and that pup's father's father and so on and so on, because, you know, bears are old. And Bobby was an old bear. So Bobby approaches the side of the trash man's estate and peers over the corner and can see the little gang of the schmeezy kids with their dog. I'm just thinking back to the peep peep don't care. I want to put that on a shirt. Oh, I want to know what their story is, but that's a, that's another story. That's another branch. Yeah. <laughs> so the Schmeezies, to put this in perspective, no, the Schmeezy kids are, are, are running around and all of a sudden an ice cream truck comes up mm. and George is driving. They don't know his last name, but he's the neighborhood ice cream truck man and he serves triple scoop ice cream cones, usually chocolate, especially to the Schmeezy kids. They love chocolate ice cream with pink sprinkles. And... In the yard, he notices uh, an old computer, a couple of rags, just a lot of crap because it's the trash man's estate. And he pulls up and all the schmeezy kids run up to the ice cream truck and the dog perks his ears up and Bobby stops too because he's never been out of the woods this far before. And they're both quite curious. And meanwhile, on, on Bobby's back, the chipmunks notice that things have calmed down a bit and they both eye each other knowing what to do next and they jump off but when they jump off they land on a trash bag and it crinkles and the bear stops just as he's turning and george doesn't seem to notice the bear or the dog and he's just content serving his ice cream he always has a smile on his face and all he can really hear is that annoying music which is not unlike the jimmy eagle the little jimmy soundtrack which is why he loves it and so the schmeezies are all gathering their cone the last kid is about to gather his cone and the dog is slowly approaching like a lion approaching its prey and the chipmunks don't even seem to notice. They're brushing themselves off. And before they realize what's happening, they could feel hot breath on their face. And they looked, and Ruffalo Snout was right on them. And he was looking down at both of them, each eye fixated on either chipmunk. Sitting eye to eye with Ruffalo, the chipmunks were frozen in fear. Oh no, Donnie thought, what are we gonna do? And before they could make any maneuvers... They heard crackling and splintering wood. It was Bobby the bear knocking over the fence. And in a neighboring window, a woman who had been doing yoga looked out and screamed seeing the bear. And all the kids heard the scream and ran. And all of a sudden, everybody was in a frenzy, even Ruffalo, who ran from the bear's loud, mighty roar. And in this scatter, 
Donnie and Sally, hand in hand, raced up a tree. They thought they had an advantage. They didn't know that bears can climb to a certain extent. Ruffalo was terrified and he ran off behind the ice cream truck. But the bear, Bobby, scratched and clawed at the trunk of the tree, inching his way up, snapping at branches, making way up up the bark <laughs> past. Bobby the bear's climbing up this tree, tooth and claw ferocious monster this bear is. Meanwhile, Sally and Donnie are up at the top of this tree because chipmunks are fast. They're fast at climbing. They're small and fast. Now, they're zipping by a couple of little birds in the in the tree, and the birds just kind of look at them like, okay, what's the hurry, you know? Hockey. And absolutely, peep, they give them this cocky stare. Peep, peep, <laughs> like, come on, come on, what are you doing? And so, you know, the, the, the birds are totally oblivious to this murderous bear climbing the tree. Now, uh, the, the bear does make it up to these to the, this pair of birds. And, you know, the, the, the birds are looking at him, climbing over him. All they can see is the tummy of fur. It just looks like a wall of terrifying flesh. And the, the birds are just absolutely moon-faced at this situation, <laughs> looking like, oh, my God. This, what even is this? Is this real? So Bobby and Sally are up in the top of this tree, and they're they're talking now. They're saying to each other, "Okay, we need to get it's out of this." It's not Bobby. Situation. What is it? What is his name? It's not <laughs> Donnie. Sorry. Oh, it's I Donnie got Buzz. Donnie. I got Buzz. It's Donnie. Buzz. It's Donnie. Buzz. Oh, you, oh dear. So anyway, no, no, no. I'm I'm buzzing oh, you for Zach. Yes, Zach. Steal oh, it. it. Take it. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, it passes. Can't, okay. Can't okay. even get his name right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So at at the top of the tree where 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 Donnie and Sally sit, they stand there holding hands as the bear comes up very, very close and his steamy breath emanates out and Donnie thinks, hmm, I have an idea. And he tells Sally, follow me, don't ask questions. And what Donnie does is he jumps back to, yep, the bear's back. And the bear at the top of this tree starts to claw at his back and loses his grip and starts to fall. Now, once again, to step out and put this in perspective, <laughs> something that, <laughs> a truth about chipmunks and, and I, I believe squirrels as well, is that their terminal velocity is not enough for them to die on impact. This is not the case for Bobby the bear. So as they fall, Bobby, Sally, and Donnie all meet eyes as Bobby realizes what his fate is to come. Slam! They all hit the ground at the same time. Now, you would think that the story was over at this point, but with a small whimper, not unlike that of the witch of the somewhere in... Wicked Witch feet. of the West? Yeah, the one that died first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we see feet sticking out from under the bear. It was Ruffalo. And Donnie the chipmunk pulls from his cheeks his little checklist and checks off the box, make the world a better place. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. Well, I just want to add one thing. When out of nowhere, Charlie the squirrel comes up and says, huh. That's it. That's all I wanted to <laughs> All right, so I'm recording again. Uh, this is our bonus convo, and uh, uh, real quick before I forget this thought, uh, Zach, I, since I was listening to your music before we started, I noticed that song, The Big Green Cat. Oh, um, uh, yes. And I told Clarence, I'm going to sneak this into the story, A Big Green Cat, and I want to see oh, if he noticed. good. It would have been so easy, too. It's a freaking yeah. story about animals. You and have no idea how fast I would have noticed that. For the, <laughs> oh, yeah. For the first oh, yeah. time ever in the history of this podcast, 
I actually think I guessed a lot of most of your words. Ooh. And I think I used most of my words, Ooh. except for one, which was also an easy one. But I was so focused for once on the words that I forgot to do this, the big green cat. And that's going to haunt me. Oh. I, I want the big green cat. And there's no way to uh, cut it in post. It'll be random. It'll just be like, peep, peep, motherfucker, big green cat. Anyway, I have to say, yep. I've been really bad about using the words. I was really into the story, but... <laughs> Did you get any in, Aaron? Oh, yeah. No, I got some in. Okay. I got all five of mine in there. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, all right. Yeah. So let's jump right into it. Uh, and let's start with, uh, let's get us out of the way, though. Clarence, uh, do you, wait, how do we normally do this? Do, uh, does anyone have any idea what Clarence had for words? Oof. I'm going to guess Bloodhound. No. But you did bring up the Bloodhound, right? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Uh, I, I had a couple, but uh, everything's all out of order here. Uh, mm. No, Ruffalo. Ruffalo wouldn't be a word. You guys don't have <laughs> blocks with Mark Ruffalo on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit, I guess I actually I lied. I don't have cassette, any. Cassette. Cassette. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me. Yeah, you got me with cassette. Yep. Well, now I'm like thinking about the block pack. I know, yeah. We have a slight, we have a slight advantage in that. <laughs> yeah, one of them I said I I thought that you guys might have guessed right off, but mm. so no more guesses for Clarence's words. Baby, no. Damn it! I can't remember where you were in the story. To be honest, I know. It's a, I, I, I was <laughs> I was somewhere beyond peep peep motherfucker, and somewhere before <laughs> tearing apart the bear, tearing apart the trees. Um. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, what were your words, Clarence? I had yoga, which I put oh, a woman. Freaking a! <laughs> I put a woman in, <laughs> in the window doing yoga. Coffee. There was no reason she was doing yoga at the <laughs> trash man's estate. None. No reason. <laughs> the yoga lady was the trash man. That's this is the twist. Yes. Ooh, that's a twist. Uh, coffee. The bear got into a bag of coffee. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. I. I, I mention a point where the chipmunks are eye to eye with the bear. Um, cassette was one of them, an island, and I didn't use island. Yeah, I, I, the, the coffee, I, I clued into it, but I didn't clue into it as your word. I was like, that's just, he's bringing in a good device to get yeah, us. It, it was a good device. He did it well. <laughs> it really was. Right. They're all obvious in hindsight, though. Right. <laughs> uh, you guys, uh, any idea what mine might have been? I have ice cream for you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I had ice cream. Oh, that's, yeah. that's the one that I thought you guys would have guessed for the yeah. block. Yeah. Because I said three uh, scoops. Okay, I've got yeah. a handful of guesses. All right. If you guys are ready. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Oh, for yeah. Sean, I. Nope. No, no I. And for, I don't know which one of you two, but I kind of looped you guys all in together because it happened fast. Trash Man. Nope. Damn it. Oh, who was who <laughs> that? Was that? Me. That's one. Yeah. That's me, Zach. Cottage. No, no, but it was based off of one of my words. <laughs> okay. Uh, Moonfaced. Yeah, that's wicked me. I knew. <laughs> yeah, like when, <laughs> the second time I said it, I was like, "Oh, this simply no way." <laughs> is that that's like your new phrase now? Is it? Yeah. Is it not? I have I have never in like fourteen or however many years heard Aaron say "moon face." <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna hear it a lot more often now. Yeah. Um, baby carriage. Yeah, you got it. That's what mm-hmm. the cottage was based on. Yeah. Um, and witch. Witch. No witch. No, no, that was just a bad mm-hmm. tangent. <laughs> well, I, I still got four of them. That's not too bad. All right, so Zach, 
That's yeah. the one we were just guessing, right? Um, did you say terminal velocity? No. Did was it terminal velocity? One of yours, Zach? Something? No, no. That was just because Aaron said that like two days ago. Okay, and then I have Trash Man for you, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I had Carriage as well, and that was that was it for me for you. You guys are good with this. I, yeah, I'm like at a complete loss. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say you guys did great. Uh, this kind of storytelling is really intimidating for some of the guests. Yeah. You guys hung in there and you did really well. I'm really impressed. Yeah. Thanks uh, so much. And you I, said... I will say it was slightly like, you know, you, you get the little bit of nerves at the beginning, but... Absolutely. It, it, it definitely eased up halfway yeah. through once um, we had a conflict. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I had another comment on that, but uh, Aaron, I think we're, we're down to you for words now. Zach, did you list off all of your words? No, not yet. All right, do you want to just list them off? Unless, Aaron, you have more guests or Clarence? Oh, I, I, yeah, nope. (laughs) All right. Okay, my five were unintelligible, which I threw in at the beginning. Uh, I don't even remember that. No, me either. It was about, it was about the murmuring in the woods. Yeah, yeah. I think I said slightly less unintelligible. (laughs) You did, I vaguely remember that, yeah. Uh, Carriage, steamy, which I put in at the end. Trash man. And sinking. I don't remember sinking. That was about uh, Sally had a sinking feeling. Well done. So anyone have any guesses as to what Aaron did? It's funny I have Aaron Baldacci in here. (laughs) (laughs) He's a character in the story that we told before we started talking to you guys. Aaron Baldacci. He's a cowboy. No, I got nothing. I had chipmunk. Chipmunk. Nah, I didn't have chipmunk. I had worm. And now that I mention it, I'm sad that he didn't make a return. I I know. I thought it was good. I was thinking that I was going to make it rain, and but that would have been really sad. <laughs> uh, cheeks? Oh, no. No, Cheeks was me. Oh, that was uh, bur- maybe Bird or Peep? No. Damn I it. Was, I, was pretty, I was pretty difficult. I know. Just Moonface. I had, uh, yeah, you got Moonfaced. I had Murderous. Ooh. Interesting. Um, and I had Out of Sight. Ooh. Which uh, dropped in when the when the acorn fell at the beginning. Oh, it fell out of sight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very well blending. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty good. All right, so we've uh, we've all got each other's words down, and yeah, like Clarence was saying, it it was technically the most PG that we've done, and I kept waiting for it to get really dark. So I actually was happy with that ending because <laughs> it was. <laughs> It was, it was dark. Satisfied <laughs> <laughs> the bloodlust. I don't but think I, I've ever done an animal story before either. No, and that's what I I think this is going to be really cool, especially coming after the the killer carnies episode that we ju- just did, which is pretty gruesome. <laughs> <laughs> the art for that one is so cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Right. And the th- oh, so the thing about uh, Keith's sketches is that he doesn't hear the episodes uh, before he does them. Whoa, really? I wow. give him like a couple of key details, and then he just does what he wants. So I said, wow. kids That's on awesome. kids on a Ferris wheel with zomb- cannibal zombies, and take do the whatever perspective you want. And I think this is actually the first vertical perspective he did. We have a we have a wall here of all the sketches uh, that Clarence is sitting next to. Yep. So I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, that was that was fun, guys. Thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for having us. It's been a long time coming now. Yes. Yeah. Um, you guys have any other you know shout outs, things you want to talk about? Yeah, um, I'd like to shout out to my mom, Pam. Yeah, I would like to thank my mother uh, as well, Meg. Yeah, Pam and Meg, you go. Yeah, awesome. Pam and Meg. Uh, Didn't you meet some like girls named Pam and Meg once, Zach? Oh, and I remember God. that being the weirdest I, thing ever. I did. 
I did, these girls hit on me and then I found out their names and I was working. I was working in a restaurant. I was working in a breakfast place and they were like looking at me. So I walked over to the table and I like made a couple jokes and they were laughing. And then they told me their names and it was Pam and Meg. And I was like, oh, <laughs> nope. Those are, those are my moms. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you guys are yeah. so uh, close as friends that you consider his mom your mom as well. Oh that's, yeah, that's touching, I had a touching. I had a I had a pull out bed under his bed for many yep. years. Nice. Yeah, I blame I blame my getting over cat allergies on staying at Zach's house constantly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you can see the chemistry in the videos. You guys are obviously have known each other for a while, and I think that that plays well with the with your with your series. I appreciate it. Yeah. When uh, when COVID is when this whole mess is over, it might be cool because you guys are so close. I think we've we discussed we're, this we're, before. Yeah, we're not far at all. It might be cool yeah. to get together. I'd love to. Uh, Clarence and I have never done like the improv that you're doing on your on your other show. Mm-hmm. Um, like whose line is it anyway? Right. I haven't caught um, a lot of it. Sorry. Oh no, that's okay. We do it at like sporadic hours on Friday nights. Yeah. Yeah. We had a, we had a big break of it too. So. But yeah. I, I'd love to if when we can get together and do something like that at some Absolutely. point. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. Would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. I guess that's that's the podcast. <laughs> um, thanks again for coming on. And yeah, thank you so much for having us. Wonderful job, last. This has been the writer's block. Cool kids, remember to subscribe and tune in next week for the next episode of the writer's block. The coolest podcast of all time. Time. Time.